What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Nick Minute. I'm your host, Burson, and today I'm back again. I know, I know, I know what you're going to say, listener, commuter, beloved uh, podcast listener. I know what you're going to say, man. Bert, where have you been? We've missed you. You promised you'd be back. And I was. I, the, the plan was to make regular content, man. But things happened. Things happened in life. It's moving so fast. And and actually, we're like two weeks away from Gen Con. And that's my excuse. I've been using my time. I've been using my time away from the podcast to get in the dojo and train for Gen Con this year for Versus and other games, which we might touch up on later this summer. But for now, I heard that Photo got another 200-card box. The boys. So we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about old cards right now. Here we go. Let's pull up these images real quick. Can I just say how exciting it is to get more photo cards? I love photo. I want to play photo. I'm going to get into some photo cards right now. All right. So we got the boys and the seven pulled up. Let's start with the good guys this time. And just like last time, just like earlier this year, we're going to talk about these cards in Constructed, so 60-card photo decks, as well as Draft or Limited. Before we get into these cards, this is a, this is an example of uh, what we talked about earlier this year with AEW. I don't know really anything about the boys. It's not a particularly grabbing IP to me. Um, but I saw the show on YouTube here or there through highlight reels and, like, explosions of the body and blood and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, it seems kind of cool the concept of a scumbag superman that is evil and he like does his own thing and like people are trying to stop him seems interesting but anyway here we go we're gonna start with the main character of the show we got butcher he's he's a member of the boys that's his stamp he's a three four six health where's your rage during the main pay a green Plus one, plus one counters on a character on your side equal to the number of characters with one health in your KO pile. Seems pretty good. He could target himself with this. All right. Good so far. Spank them when they get out of line. That's his XP con. He needs four. When Butcher attacks a supporting character, he gains XP equal to his printed health. On Thursday at 555... While his pepperoni pizza is on the way from specifically Domino. The, I hate XP cons like this, man. I hate them. I hate them. Luckily, he has an out because he can grow himself. So if your opponent doesn't play guys for him to fight, he's going to eventually like, oh, I'm big enough to get you. The problem is... Like, I can play guys that get me value and then throw them into you. You have to attack the guy, right? Even if, if you're attacking the guy and not attacking my main, I'm probably okay with that in Constructed. In Draft, he grows himself. I would hoard greens. He grows himself. He could actually be your best fighter in Draft. Let's go to his level 2. Let's see the payoff here. Butcher at level 2 is a 676. He still has Where's Your Rage, and he gains I'm Just Gonna Hurt You. During the combat, during any combat, you pay a blue. Stun Butcher and KO each enemy supporting character in combat with him. 
like I, I only see like one scenario where that would be good. Your opponents at one, maybe two to give. They have a really fat guy in the front row, and you have no way to get through it outside of this. Don't pack blues in your butcher deck because that's not going to come up often. If he's growing and you go wide, you don't want to give a life away. You don't want to give your counters away to, like, maybe tie up the board. Get me out of here. No, not doing that. He doesn't have a blue ability as far as I'm concerned. Overall, if you can fight four guys or, like, fight two guys with two health, he's not bad. He's definitely playable. I'm just, I'm worried that, like, your opponent's incentivized to not play guys at all. And if they can check four, boring plot twists or tricks, he could die in six. Let's head over to Frenchie. Frenchie's a 255 with range. He's on the boys squad as well. Gunrunner by trade. During your turn, while Frenchie's in your back row, other characters in that row have range. That's cool. He's like giving them guns. That's cool. We don't really have many abilities like this in the game. It's cool to see an ability like that. I know a little about a lot of things. That's his XP con. He needs 10. When you play a card, Frenchie gains an XP. So when you play a face-down resource, when you play a location, when you play a character, or when you play a plot twist or an equipment, he would gain an XP. Well, the best you can really expect outside of like some mega fast combo strategy to flip him is loc or resource guy in a twist that's three 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 so he levels up on four if you do more than that like on a turn you can go loc support support twist that's four three four so he could flip on three so he's looking at turn three turn four flip if you do it well if you don't He's going to flip on five, and that's probably not good enough if it's just support character and a, and a location. Frenchie, when he turns gold, is a 5.8.5 with a gun. He's still a gun runner by trade, and he gains... I've developed a certain niche. During the combat, so while he's attacking, double rainbow, blue, blue, yellow, yellow, green, green, red, red. KO a defending main character. Is that, like, on flavor? Is he, like super resourceful and he can kill anybody that's kind of cool double oh man double rainbow is really difficult it's super hard to ask for but i bet that if if you really wanted to you can get like guys that draw you more cards or guys that play more guys or twists that like resolve combat or whatever the case is like to gain him turns he doesn't seem bad either he's okay he's okay i'm not particularly excited about this I think turn three, turn four is a bit too slow for this kit, but it's doable. It's definitely doable. You actually can ignore double rainbow and just play him as a guy that gives gun to your other guys. That's good. Let's talk about Healy. I know this guy. I've seen plenty of uh, the first episode highlight reels on YouTube where like there's like blood. Co he's like covered in blood because of events that happened in the show. Uh, he actually has blood on him in, in the still, which is crazy to me. I thought they would stay away from, like, gore and violence in boxes like this, but... Okay. Huey with the blood on his face is a 155. He's a member of the boy squad. Just because you fall. During any combat, you pay a green. While Huey is defending during this combat. If he gets stunned, he does not get wounded. And when he gets stunned, recover him. 
he can use his power any number of times per turn. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to keep learning from my mistakes. I'm going to take the beating and, and then eventually I won't, right? Doesn't mean you have to stay there. That's his XP con. He needs three. When Huey recovers, he gains an XP. That's through him hiding and recovering or getting stunned and recovering or uses his ability and recovering. Okay. Let's say, let's say that doesn't take three wounds for you to do. Let's say that takes two greens and one and one wound. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. If they only have the one good attack, which is probably what the opponent's not going to let happen. They're probably going to put two fights into this guy when they get the chance. Then he's going to level on two, maybe three. It's pretty fast. All right. Let's get to Huey's, uh, let's get to Huey's level two. Huey at level two is a 310.5. He still has just because you fall and he gains whatever the price is. I'll pay it. Main, blue or yellow or green or red. Stun a supporting character that has a superpower with the same power symbol Huey paid. Uh, this is another ability that like you can ignore this because not only not only is this super specific depending on the guys that the opponent's on, I'm not playing rainbow towards this to stun one guy. If it was kill the guy, yeah, gimme. But I'm not I'm not playing rainbow towards this. Gimme the greens, gimme the wild loke. That's it. Not only that, but also the stuff that people are playing in photo are generally just haymaker static this thing could actually miss and he has no text that is level two what does that leave you with a 310 that they have to put two sometimes three good attacks into because of the green this guy's definitely playable in draft if you hoard greens he's gonna live a really long time in constructed yeah i'm ignore i'm ignoring the rainbow ability unfortunately and it seems like that's really important because that's how he contributes to the game plan but like, that thing is going to miss most of the... I'm telling you right now. That thing is going to miss most of the time. Think about what people are playing in photo. Almost every guy has just keywords and good health and good stats. Most of the time, you're not going to run into guys that have superpowers. The story might be different, like pay a green stun sheeting or stun thing against Illustrated, but... Yeah, I, I'm, out, I'm, out, I'm out on whatever the price is. I'm out on that. But the kit's fine overall. Let's talk about Mother's Milk. He's a 255. Member of the boys squad. He has plan ahead. During the build, you pay a yellow. Look at the top five cards of your deck. Put one on top and the rest on the bottom. Huh. I imagine you can put them in any order too, right? That may or may not be important. More comfortable on a smaller scale. Level up four. When you play a character or play an equipment with cost three or less, Mother's Milk gains one XP. This is a Civil War-esque Captain America, Professor X, Magneto, XP con. You're looking to go 1, 1, 1, 3 or 1, 2, 1, 1 and flip on 3. His stats are bad. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have a gun, so he's on defense. But if you can fulfill that XP con, he's going to flip pretty, pretty quick. And if he has good defensive plot twists, he's not going to die in 5. Mother's Milk at level 2 is a 4-9-5. He still plans ahead and he gains... Stick to the plan. During the build, double red. For the rest of the game, while Mother's Milk is face up on your side, you may look at the top card of your deck at any time. You may play characters, equipment, and plot twists from the top of your deck. 
So he's Starhawk for the rest of the game. Uh, well, you definitely need, you actually need that to trigger. You need that because he can't do it by himself. But if you're playing a bunch of little guys and you can like draw a bunch of cards through this effect, that's good. This guy's actually super good in draft. You, sh If you land the three or four guys three down in the early game and then you double red right after, he's never going to run out of things to do in draft. Never. He's always going to rattle two, three cards off the top. Uh, in Constructed, he needs good plot twists, man. He needs good plot twists and he needs high-quality, low-costed guys so that he can flip and not feel behind. This is a so this is like the equivalent of photo civil war. Like you you're not gonna feel bad playing this. And if he sticks to the plan, like if you double red the turn, like on turn three, he's gonna feel great. He's gonna be off to the races. It's a good main. Let's take a look at Kimiko. Kimiko is a 436 boy stamped. The female, during any combat you pay a red, Kimiko strikes an additional time this combat. Of the species, level up four. When Kimiko strikes, she gains an eight. So you're looking for two of eight for her to flip on two. She's a fighting main. She's an eight three on defense or an eight three on attack. She's going to get most level ones, turns one and two. When she flips, she's a seven, seven, six. She still has a female. So she so she's a 14-7 on, on defense in melee. Or she just puts bigger guys down. That's good. She's good. More deadlier than the male. During any combat, you pay a green. If Kimiko is defending, cancel the combat. Then start a melee combat with Kimiko as the attacker. And the former attacker as the defender. That's interesting. I, I would imagine you only get one and one, though, right? You don't get to double strike both. During that attack, you can play combat plot twists that don't have the purple swirly symbol. The reason for that is because you're not in your turn, so your your combat tricks... Like, what's what would be a good example of this? Killer Voice. Killer Voice doesn't have the purple swirly, so you can't do it on defense. And because it's not on your turn, you don't meet the requirement of the time. But she gives you the time. So she's like stealing a combat. Like she's forcing a combat. Yeah, that's cool. She's cool. She think again. That's good. And it could be a gunshot. Like they could. She's like dodging and like, oh, I'm going to get you. That's cool. She's cool. All right. Here come the one drops. Let's start with Hugh Campbell Sr. He's a one cost 031 on the boys team. You don't have the fight. Main characters on your side have minus two attack, plus two defense. Man, you can get a ton of mileage out of this guy if your main character has wings. Uh, I don't think he's a four of, though. I don't think he's a four of. And you you can take one or two in draft. You can take one or two. I don't, I don't want to play this past turn one. I don't want this to be a turn two play, but... Like, turning Mother's Milk, turning Hewing to 07s. That seems really strong. The problem is, like, he has a target on his back, man. If your opponent can fly and you can't flight block him, he's probably going to die. Probably. Uh, I have it on good good authority that you can play this as a 2 or 3 of in Constructed. And I would take 1 or 2 in Draft if I saw it. It's a good card. The other 1 drop... 
on team is Robin Ward. Oh, brother. Yeah. The, the unfortunate. She's a 1-1-1, and she, has, she was a half step off the curb. When Robin gets attacked, KO her. She's dead. Then choose a boy's character on your side to gain 1 XP or a plus 1 plus 1 counter. Nifty. I have the opposite with her. Your opponent should never fight this thing, right? Your opponent should never fight this thing. But she tries She tries to state her own case by doing something else if your main character is already level 2. That's cool, man. Does she, gain you a, does she gain you a life on turn 1? I don't think she does, but if she's like, Oh, but you killed me, so my main character gains an XP. She's worth 2 or 3 slots. She's worth 2 or 3 slots. I wouldn't want to play her on turn 2 either, though. I wouldn't want to play her on turn two. Yeah, give me, give me Robin. Give me Robin. She's fine. She's a two, three of. In draft, I would take one. I would take one because depending on the quality of flyers, like they might have to punch her to get through. So that's giving you an XP or a plus one at level two. She's good. Let's talk about the two drops. First, we have Sherry. She's a two cost three, two, one with a gun. Explosive diversion. During the main, you pay a blue. KO a face-down location on your side. If you do, choose a main character on your side. While it's in your back row, it can't be attacked until your next turn. Pay a blue, blow up a location or face-down resource. No, it has to be a face-up location. Uh, is that worth gaining a life, though? That's worth gaining a life? You can't do it. It's like a later. She's a two of. If you're gonna play her, she's a two of. You wouldn't just slam this on two. Give up a loke. You're trying to. You're trying to scrap for XP and wounds, right? She's a one of in draft. She's a one of in draft. Take one in draft. She's something to do in the later turns after you've already established a board and you're trying to gain life. In constructed, I think the cost is too great. Like it has to be a face up location. So you're giving up abilities on your guys. You still gain a life, though. Is she better than other twos that we've seen in photo? No. Don't play this in Constructed, but you could take one in Draft. You could take one in Draft. Grace Mallory's the other two. She's an 0-1-1. I'm the founder of your little club. You pay one less to recruit your first boys character, not named Grace Mallory. When you recruit your first boys character... Not named Grace Mallory. Draw a card. So on turn two, you play this. Turn three, you play a three-drop draw a card. Turn four, you... Eh, she's like a cheaper Nick Fury. I guess. It's really hard to see the payoff for this. But she actually reduces one-drops to zeros. She makes your Robin and your Hugh Sr. free. If she comes down with a one-drop little buddy and you draw a card... You immediately saw the payoff of this, right? Even if she dies, you at least you can say, I drew at least one card and she made one of my guys cheaper. You can play two to three of this and construct it. If you're on seven to eight, one drops with the boys tag. In draft, I don't think she lives. And none of the none of the mains fly. So it's hard to say that you can untap with this. But if you do, your three becomes a two, your one becomes free, and your two, you can like pop off and draw a card. That's not bad. She like she like promotes a swarming strategy. She's not a bad card. Take one in draft. Even if she only drew you the one card, she's an 011 that replaced herself. That's fine. 
That's fine. Here we go. Three drops. CIA Deputy Director Susan Rayner. She's a 361 with a gun. She's on the good guys team. And she says, you and your corporation are screwed. During the main, you pay a red. Exhaust an enemy location. It can't. I have the same problem with this card that I have with other cards on Illustrated like Iceman with this ability. She isn't promised to have text. If your opponent's playing cool abilities and they see the locations, they're probably going to use them. She could just be a 361 with a gun and with no other text. I'm out in Constructed. I'm not playing this. In Draft, you can play a 3-6 body with a gun. She's a good team attacker. Take one in Draft, but don't expect to use that red ability. Again, if your opponent built towards cool things that their main is doing, they're probably going to use them the turn that they see them. If not only to play around cards like San Fran and burn it down from X-Men or Brotherhood, she doesn't get to do her thing more than half the time. Stay away from this and constructed. The other three drop on team is Huey. He's a 5-4-1 and he says, I don't usually go out after a massacre. When an enemy character gets KO'd, hide Huey. You may hide him. His stats are okay for a three drop. And he's trying to gain another. He's trying to gain a life. If he like team attacks and they don't put him down. He hides and then he can put five more into a team attack the next turn. He's okay. He's all right. You can play two of this in Constructed. You can play two of this. I can think of better threes with more meaningful meaningful text. But it's five fight. It's five attack. It's not bad. If he ever puts a guy down by himself, he can hide. And he's like a 5-4-2 or a 5-4-3. Sure. Sure. He's a two of. In Constructed... Or in draft, he's a 5-4 that tries to gain life. It, and he doesn't have to be the guy that puts the guy down or KOs the guy. If he gains a life, you're playing a 5-4-2 in draft. Take him. Four drops. We're going to talk about Mother's Milk first. He's a 4-8-1. You get further treating people like people. During the build, you pay a yellow. Choose an enemy player to draw one card. You draw two. Is that worth... Is that worth a color? It's a whole draw step, but they... So they get to, like, dig further towards getting out of the situation. But you get to draw two. If they're ahead on, on hand size, you can give them one card, I think. His stats are good. You can give them one card. You get a whole draw step. That's good. If you're winning the board, yeah, they get one more card, but you get two. That's good. He's good. In draft... I think you can find better uses for your yellows, but it's draw two cards. If they draw a dead card, I mean, you wouldn't know this, but if they draw a dead card, it doesn't matter, right? It only matters if they actually draw a card that helps them in this situation. Yeah, give me mother's milk. Give me mother's milk. It's a different, interesting way to draw cards in the game. Mother's milk is accompanied by Frenchie on four. Frenchie's a 6-4-1 with a gun. I carry them all with me. During the main, you pay a green. For each character, Frenchie has stunned this game. Cometfall. Cometfall X, where X is the number of times he's won a fight. The prop, yeah. The problem is, the rate's bad. If it started as minus two, minus two, he'd actually be good. And if it had like a cap, like, oh, you can only do like three times, max three. <sighs> 
shoot a guy, survive, comma, fall. Maybe that picks you up another trigger. I don't feel like he fights well enough on four, though. He's a 6-4-1. He doesn't get an... I don't think he gets another chance. In draft? That text isn't there in draft. He's a 6-4-1 with a gun. Is that good enough? He fights better than Mother's Milk and Huey. His stats are so bad, though. I, I'm, I'm not taking this in draft. This would have to get wheeled to me in draft. And I'm looking for other more impactful fours in photo. If he started as like minus two, minus two, but that's that's ridiculous. That's like minus eight in total for killing one guy, right? Depending on the board state, that's too much. There's no happy middle because this isn't good enough, but minus two was too much. I'm out. I'm out on Frenchie. I'm out on Frenchie. Five drops. First, we have Butcher. He's a 771 with stealth. That's a good keyword. And it says, don't worry, it can get a lot more horrible. If, a, if an enemy supporting character would gain any number of wounds or minus one, minus ones, it gains double that much. As, okay, so essentially as lethal if he puts the guy on and has two health, right? Comet fall would be double comet fall. He only has one health, though. They only have to go through that once, right? He doesn't have a way to gain life or, like, protect himself like the Huey does. I, I would look elsewhere in Constructed, but this guy's actually a monster in Draft. If your opponent's playing bigger stuff than you with worse stats, they're all of a sudden going to just disappear from the board state. Um, I don't even care about the minus one part. The wound part's brutal. They, it's hard for them to keep guys, and the longer he stays around, the worse it gets, Right? It's actually, I'm kind of glad they have this kind of thing on their team because so far, everybody's had one health. Everybody's had one health. So he's like making, he's making it fair against MCU. He's making it fair against the other team, right? It's good. He's a good card. Good card, but I would look, maybe he could be a two, three of in photo in like constructed, it, but like he's not better than Hella. So like, you're like making a you're making a huge concession. You're like trying to play a discount hella with better stats with one health. He would need to he would need to see two characters die to make that feel good. And the defensive pumps which we're going to get to would need to be mega good in order for him to see play. The other 5 drop is Popclaw. Popclaw's at 371 Terminal Beauty. During any combat, you pay a red. When Popclaw strikes a supporting character, kill it, KO it. She can do this on defense. If she doesn't die and she's like, oh, but I struck you, you die. This is actually a good card. This is actually a good card. A welcome, decent, reasonable red payoff in photo. My problem is she doesn't have two health and she can't fight by herself. So most of the time she's going to be like, I have to go into that guy, I have to pay the red, and I'm probably going to die as a result of it. That feels kind of bad. If she's like going up against six, sevens, and eights, and she's like, I managed to strike you, you die now, you're not going to feel that bad about it. I'm going to be greedy here and say, I want her to live. I want her to threaten this on attack and defense at least once a piece. If she lives further than that, if you're on seven to eight reds with her, and she's like, 
I killed a better five. I killed a better six. And this defensive pump helped me kill a seven. She's good. She's actually worth the cost of admission. I would take one in draft if I was on red. I would take one if I was on red. Mother's Milk only needs to see two. So every other red can go towards this. Give me popcorn draft. And I, I would try her out in Constructed. <sighs> Kimiko is an 8-2-1 on the good guys team, the boys. She has Leap, Flight during my turn. Ferocious, during melee, she strikes first. And she's a miracle. During the build, you pay a green. If Kimiko's in your KO pile, put her onto your side as a 9-3. So with a plus one, plus one counter. You definitely could play this in Constructed. You can play this in Constructed because I made the case for Garrus. And he, I made the claim that he was a one-of. If you're on seven to eight greens, you can play Kimiko. You can play Kimiko for sure. She's a good fighter. And she functionally has one health plus X where X is the amount of greens you saw in the game. If she fights up, which I believe she can in photo, she's going to feel great. If they kill her on defense and you're like, oh, she's back because I had this green... She's going to feel good. If she's a team attacker, she's going to feel good. If she can, like, solo get the main and they, like, have to, oh, I don't want her to try that again. I'm going to kill her. And you have a green in your hand. You're going to feel good about this card. Take her in draft for sure. Take her in draft. Mesmer is the other six. He's a 291. And he has, there are no secrets from me. During the main, you pay a yellow. Look at an enemy player's hand and choose a card. That player discards that card. Man, if six wasn't this competitive, like, you have to fight and scrape for this guy to make your 60. If he was a five, I actually would be like, give me this card, give me this card. But, like, he doesn't have two health. So, like, he's way worse than the sixes I have right now. I can't play this in Constructed. I can't play this in Constructed. But I can take this in Draft. This ability is actually like if they if you take their best guy and they miss drops, he paid you back. If you take a loak or a twist from them and they really needed that to advance the board state, he paid you back. Take one and draft. He needed to have two health and constructed. The last card on team is Starlight. She's a 961 on seven. I'm a fighter. I'm going to fight. When Starlight gets attacked for her first time each turn. You may daze an attacker. That helps her in situations where they only have one good attack and she has the one health. That's fine. You don't have to do it. So if they send a bad attack and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just kill that guy. Good. It's a good ability. Touch me and I'll burn your eyes out. During the main, you pay a blue. Remove an enemy hand from the game face down. For the rest of the game, at the start of each of that player's turn, they rent... So she actually blinds you and they slowly regain their vision. That's cool, man. The flavor's there. I don't like her stats, to be honest with y'all. I don't like her stats, man. But you can take this in draft because realistically, that says pay a blue. Your next two combats are going to work, especially the turn she blinds them. In Constructed, Seven's actually super competitive too. I don't think you could play this in Constructed. Even though her, her text is actually lit. Matter of fact, if she's behind a flying blocker and she's like, blue, you're, you're blind. You could probably get away with this. You can get away with this. 
I think she need. You can't have her just be a nine six one team attacker, right? She needs to come down and blind them. But that ability is actually good, man. That ability is actually good. It's hard to say she's worth the try and constructed though. Like if your opponent untaps, plays a better seven and clears her. Even if you're still blinded, you're still regaining your sight. It's like you're down a guy though. She doesn't get another chance. I think I'm out in constructed, but I I'd, I'd be I'd be game for draft. I'd be game for draft or limited. That ability's actually good. Let's take a look at these plot twists. Diabolicals, any turn combat, boys stamped, any turn combat, put minus one, minus one counters on an enemy supporting character in the combat equal to its printed health. Uh, the rate on this is pretty bad. You need it to be at least Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So they need to have at least two health. If they have more than that, three, four, for whatever reason, it feels like unwavering loyalty, but... Like, it's really bad against one health guys. Luckily, everything you would want to play for turns four up has at least two health. So this gets better the later the game goes. I would like it to be unwavering, but I don't think it can be unwavering. That puts you at fighting against Groot or Hulk or Odin or Thanos. It's going to be Earth's Mightiest Heroes most of the time. That puts me at, you can play two, maybe three of this in Constructed, and you can probably take one in Draft. The rate is okay if it's Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but you really want it to be unwavering, and you can't really control that. Got another plot twist here. Mind them bars. It's boy stamp. During the main, push an enemy front row supporting character to its back row. It's a mobile. It's putting you in the cage. Uh, yeah, this is a good out to, like, really big fat flyers or, like, really problematic guys. You get rid of it for the turn, and it's not going to be a problem for the next turn either. Two, maybe three of Inconstructed. You could play this in Constructed. You could play this in Constructed. I actually believe that Kimiko should be playing this. So, like, I need to get through that one last time. Get that guy out of the way so I can get through. Yeah. In, in Draft, it's a two of, right? It's a two... You wouldn't make this a priority because if you prioritize good fighting guys, you don't need cards like this. But I would take one. I would take one just for the insurance of I can get through that one last time because I can play towards mine them bars. It's a good card. It's a burn. Boys stamped. Any turn combat. Choose a defending supporting character on your side with one printed health. Remove it from the combat, then hide it. So your one health guy gains a life. That's good for a couple different guys that we talked about. Um, it's also good for other guys outside of this box. Your main basically has to be boy stamped, or you're looking for a really crafty utility boy stamped supporting character with one health. Well, they all had one health. So pick your favorite one or favorite two, and you can play this. They gain a life. They get to keep doing your thing. Who immediately jumps out to me is Grace Mallory because she's promising you card draw and reduce cost on your guys. And if she gets, she, it, this is like she's going to get to do her thing next turn. That's good. In draft, this works on guys outside of the team as long as your main is boys stamped. So yeah, give me one or two. It's a burn. Good card. The last boys stamp plot twist is you've done a murder. During the combat, put a plus one, plus one counter on an attacker on your side. It is lethal this combat. 
killer voice with upside. I like this card, honestly. Look at that, more blood on the artwork. Huh. I thought for sure they weren't going to do that because Mortal Kombat didn't have any blood in it at all. Interesting. That's a ton of blood, too. Uh, Lethal. Lethal. Yeah, I would I would play this. You've done them. I would play this. I would play this and construct it. I would play this for sure. It's better than Killer Voice. It's better. It's one of the better cards we've seen like this. Lethal is like one of the most important keywords in the game, period. Give me three of this in constructed and definitely give me one or two in draft. Last up for the good guys, we have Safe House. It's their wild look. Blue or yellow or green or red for the boys. All right. Yeah. No earth, no space, which is probably to be expected. And we have the basic looks. Movie set looks kind of kind of static, kind of lame. The psychiatric hospital, that looks cool. There's more blood on the wall. Wow. I, you know, I didn't think blood, I really didn't believe blood would be in the artwork. That's crazy that they got to do that. Good for you, Upper Deck and Sag. Good for you guys. Sporing room, it has these like big husky guys squared off against a character we're going to get into later, Queen Maeve. And the secret meeting is a giant wall with some guys on the bottom. That's cool. I like these basic looks. I'm a fan of different looking basic looks. And I actually, I'm a big fan of the psychiatric hospital. All right, let's move over to the seven, the bad guys. Arguably the reason you bought this box, right? None of the good guys had more than one health. That's crazy. I guess they really are human and they're super vulnerable if they have to square off against superheroes, right? All right, we're going to start with, let's start with A-Train. A-Train is on the seven team. He's a five-five-six, and he's the world's fastest man. During the main, you pay a red. Ready A-Train. He can use this power any number of times on your turn. I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop. Level up five. When A-Train attacks, he gains one XP and a minus one, minus one counter. Okay, so he's not really a five-five. He's a four-four. X-Factor for a red. He's a 3-3. Three, three. Do it again. He's a 2-2. Two, two, then a 1-1. One, one. But that was four attacks. On the fifth attack, he flips. He turns into a 7-7-6. Seven, seven, He's still the world's fastest man. And he gains Addicted to Compound V. During the main, you pay a blue. Put 7 plus 1 plus 1 counters on A-Train. At the start of your next turn, put 7 minus 1 minus 1 counters on him. Okay. Does this gain you a life? If he's a 14-14 on your opponent's turn, that is, he leveled up, he didn't have those silly counters due to his XP con, his min the minus counters, and he, like, shrinks back down. He, like, needs to juice up again. It could. Pay a blue gain of life. That could work. I just feel like, why do I not like that, though? I don't like that ability. If the attack doesn't work or if they have a way to shrink you down, like you're worse than a 7-7 when you when you get off the juice, right? He's playable though. He's definitely playable. He's playable. I don't think he'll flip in three turns without taking a wound. But if you pay a blue and he's a 14-14 and your opponent can't get him, he gained a life. I'm willing to try this in construct. I'm willing to try this in construct. He's not bad. He's not bad. What makes it confusing is the XP con. Because in order for him to flip, you have to go down to like 
a 3-3 or 2-2. And then if you juice up, you're going to be lower than 7-7 on the next turn when he's coming down. Uh, But if it's not like that, like you took a wound in order to flip, he'd be going into 6-6-7-7. And then you gain a life off the blue. If they have a way to clear counters or get the counters off, that like that says take a wound. That's brutal. Yeah, keep an eye on the addiction to compound V. But you could play this in draft. I would take I would take the blues. I don't care for X Factor that much. And his X Factor has downside outside of gaining you XP. He's okay though. He's playable. Let's talk about the deep. The deep is a 256. He's on the 7, and he says, I mean, yeah, I can talk to fish. During the draw, you pay a yellow. Look at the bottom 7 cards of your deck. Set to a side, then shuffle the rest into your deck. Put the set aside cards on top in any order. The Green Crusader Initiative, level up 3. When you play a green location, the deep gains an XP. That's a good XP con, man. It should be... He needs three of eight. It should no. It's more than that, right? Because you can use other wild looks to help with this, much like Black Widow from Shield back in SVH or Shield versus Hydra days. Let's say there's twelve greens in there. He should be flipping turn three. Turn three, he should flip. That's good. The deep when he levels up, he's a six eight six. He still has. I mean, yeah, I could talk to fish, and he gains trouble at a dock river lake during the main you pay a green put the bottom seven cards of an enemy deck into their ko pile interesting if you do this on turn three and you like rattle it off they could run out of cards with this they actually could run out of cards with this it's interesting that like your opponent doesn't care about the bottom seven cards though right you're doing this just to get rid of cards from them you need to do this a bunch of... You could play this. You could play this. And that number is really high in draft. They could run out of cards, period, in two or three activations in draft. I would take this in draft for sure. I'm taking this in draft. And all of the greens that I see, if he flips on three and he does trouble at a dock, river, lake on three, there is a world where your opponent can run out of stuff. Your opponent can run out of cards pretty quick. That's good. He's good. In construct, yeah, I'm I would I would actually give this a try. If there are abilities that like discard your mind games or like they draw extra cards or like you know, milling a mill strategy. We've seen mill strategy crash and burn in photo before, but his stats are good. His stats are he actually can fight. He can pivot into like I guess I need to deal the wounds now. But his his strategy starts on turn three. That's good. I'm playing this. Yeah, I would play this. Let's talk about Queen Maeve. She's a member of the seven as well. She's a three, four, six. Casual cruelty. During the main, you pay a yellow. Put enough minus one, minus one counters on an enemy. Oh, she's kind of like Goom. That's cool. Okay. Never let them see you like this. Level up seven. When an enemy character... Okay, so she, she has, like, the Civil War Black Widow problem where, like, 
if they don't play guys, if they crash their guys, or like you just don't get to use her yellow ability, she can't flip. Luckily in photo, we have a couple different cards that help her with this. Ant-Man, Yondu, things like that, where like you can target the main and like you can help her, you can prop her up just a little bit. If the payoff's there, I'm gonna say you can play this, but be very careful with this because most of the time, her yellow ability is not why she's going to gain XP. At level two, Queen Maeve is a 5'8". She has good stats, man. Oh, man. Bottomless casual cruelty. During the main, you pay a yellow. Put enough minus one, minus one counters on an enemy character. She can pick the main now. The payoff's there, man. The payoff's there. Oh, God. Just... Be original. That's her other superpower. During the main, you pay a green. Choose a supporting character. Remove all counters from it. Heal a guy. Stop minuses on your guy. Heal wounds. Or shrink a guy down. She's good, man. The level two is good, but I feel like she's going to flip turns three or four. And it's not going to be because of her. It's going to be because of outside sources. She needs a really strong defensive plot twist to, like, stop her from killing guys or stop her from dying in six. If she flips the payoffs there, man, I would take that she's better than Black Widow. She's way better than Black Widow. I would play this. I would play this. I would definitely play this. Your best guy is subject to bottomless casual cruelty. My best guy that's, like, tit for tatting you trading with you taking wounds i'm gonna heal it my best flyer that i need so that my guys don't just get bushwhacked i'm healing it she's good man i'm gonna make the case for in constructed in draft the story's a little different there's no promise that she has enough minus one minus one hate or like comet fall guys to gain the xp she needs stay away from this in draft or sealed but you can play this in Constructed. I'm going to make the case for in Constructed. Let's talk about Starlight. And then we have the star of the show. We have Scumbag Superman. We have Homelander. First up, Starlight. She's a 246 with a gun. You should look away. During the main, you pay a blue. Choose an enemy player to choose two face-down supporting characters on, your, on their side. Daze them both. Or I'll blind you. Level up 5, at the end of your turn, Starlight gains 1 XP for each stunned enemy character, including the main. Uh, your opponent's not going to play into this. If this was pay a blue, gain 1 XP, you would feel really bad about this ability. But if you're playing fighting photo guys, turns 1, 2, and 3, she can get XP off of the main. Her stats are bad, but if you have good defensive plots, if you have good ways to gain life, She's going to flip eventually in the fight for the board. When Starlight levels up, I guess she's seen the error of her ways because she's seven and boy stamped. Six, seven, six with a gun. You should look away still there. And then all I wanted was to save the world. Any turn, any combat, red. If another character on your side is defending, days each, she's literally black cat. But she doesn't have to be in the combat. She's going to gain a ton of life because of this. If you're, if you're like holding up red, 
and like you have really strong flyers out, she's going to gain a life. And then on defense, she's like, I'm going to put down your best flyers and I'm going to make it through. I like Starlight, actually. If you can make it over the hump of flipping, I like her. She has six health. I like her. She's actually, she's actually the best seven main character so far. I like the deep, but you can make the case for Starlight. You can make the case for Starlight. If that blue ability was just days their biggest guy so I can get through, that's 2 XP. If they ever make the mistake of having exactly two guys out, that's 3 XP if you can put their main down. She can flip. She's going to flip eventually, and she has a good payoff. Last but certainly not least, we have Homelander. We have the star of the show. I've seen this guy. I've seen the costume. I've seen his, like, highlight reels of, like, fighting and, like, being an absolute house, an absolute menace. He's a bad guy, though, right? He's, a, he's evil Superman. He's scumbag Superman. Whew. Let's get into this. Homelander on the 7 team is a 4-3-7 health flight and range. And he says, sticks and stones won't break my bones. During the combat, you pay a green. Homelander cannot be stunned this combat. Okay? You guys are the real heroes. Level up 4. When a character with one... Oh, so he's like... He's like feigning... The flavor is he, he's like, Oh yeah, look at these one health guys. Look at these humans. Look at these humans. Look at them. When a character with one printed health appears on your side, Homelander gains one XP. This is another Civil War XP con. You want to go 1-1-1-1, right? Or 1-1-1-3. But, much like, much like Mother's Milk, the quality of the guy has to be really impactful. I don't want to play 0-1-1s with no text or, like, just overall bad cards. But there are a couple different guys that fit the bill. Um, he has to flip in three. I don't want to curve out with this guy. I want him to be level two as soon as possible and that is one 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 three or one two one one flip on three what's the payoff when homelander levels up he's a six six seven flight and range he still has sticks and stones won't break my bones and he gains we're a different breed during the main you pay a blue each supporting character with two or more printed health on your side can't be stunned this turn not himself. So everybody else. And I would imagine that the superheroes or the Vought or the Seven in this box have two health. Mostly. So he like alpha strikes you for a blue. You're, my combat is going to work. If I'm wide with superheroes, which we're going to get to in a minute, with two health guys, my attacks are going to be good. And then on defense, but he doesn't do anything on defense. He's not Luke Cage on defense. He's juggernaut on attack, right? My attack is good on attack, but I'm a 6-6 six, six blank on defense. I have I have some problems with this guy. My first problem is, why are his stats like that? Why are his stats like that? Without pumps, without power-ups, he actually can like lose fights to A-Train and the deep. He can lose fights to every other main in this box, mostly. He's a 6-6 six, six blank on defense. On attack, it's fine. Like, my guys aren't going to go down, and I'm not going to go down. Figure it out. That's good. 
But why? I don't understand why he's not at seven seven or an eight eight. He should feel menacing, right? He should feel hard to beat. The health. I want to say the health doesn't matter. Eventually, if they win the board, he doesn't do anything on defense. So he's like, I need to get ahead as soon as possible. I need to stay ahead through my multi-health guys. He's playable. He's not bad. It's just, it's weird. It's so strange. You know, when I thought this box was coming out and I knew he was going to be in the box, I thought he would be an absolute monster unit by himself. Like, I can get everybody on the board. I can get the main. And I'm going to kill you in breakneck speed. But this is like... I actually could lose in the mid with this guy. I actually could lose in the mid. I could lose the board. What a strange main, man. What a strange main. Let's think about the cards that we've talked about so far that can help him. You definitely would want to be on lethal through the butcher, the butcher supporting character, or Hugh Campbell Sr. to like give him juice stats so that he doesn't just eat it on defense, right? You would want cards like Popclaw to like just further secure your grasp on the board. You don't ever want to lose the board with Homelander because he's a 6-6 with no text. Eventually, his health is going to run out, right? I like it. It's weird because I want to play him, but I know that like you need outside forces for him to feel strong. That's so strange. Let's move on. In draft... He has seven health, and he's easy to flip. He's going to work in draft, but in constructed, and he it's weird. Like, he doesn't care about his team either. That's so weird, man. You can take him in. He has seven health, and he's easy to flip. You can take him in constructed, too. But I would, I would want to look for better payoffs. I would want to look for better. That's so strange, man. It's his stats. His, I keep looking at the bottom left. It's his stats. If he had good stats, you could feel good about him on defense. If he was like an 8-8 or a 7-7 even. They could piece him up on defense. That's crazy. All right, let's move on. Let's go to the supports. Supporting characters. First up, we have Donna January. She's a 1-1-1 on the 7 this was our dream. During the main, you pay a red, put a plus one, plus one counter on each other seven character on your, including the main. So, like, Homelander needs to think about playing cards like this, which is crazy to me. But that's fine. Donna pays one less power symbol to use this while Starlight, but Starlight, Starlight starts as seven, right? Okay. That's not bad. If this is free, I would pl I'd play three of this in Starlight for sure. We'd have to see other red payoffs in the box if I'm gonna play this out with with like a train or something. Sure, like because this works on the main, right? You could take this in draft if you're on red or you're on Homelander, and you need to juice up your main. You could play this. Yeah, you could play this. Each other, she even goes wide with it. That's good. She's a three of in construct. That's good. If she ever lives, you're going to go off to, it's off to the races, right? Oh, I think they only have one, one drop. All right. Yeah, they only have one, one drop. There's also only one, two drop. It is Ashley Barrett. 
Ashley Barrett is a 2-4-1, and she is the SVP of Hero Management. During the build, you pay a yellow. Draw a card for each face-up each face-up seven character on your side with printed two health or higher, including the main. So it's another card that like Homelander wouldn't mind playing. Uh and this is another card where if you go wide with this, like if your three has two health, you're drawing two cards if she lived. If your four has two health, you're drawing three cards and she lived. Like it just gets worse. Like you could actually win games because of Ashley. That's cool. I would play unconstructed. If she if I have good defensive pumps or like I have good ways to like save her, yeah, I'll play this. This is a good card. Take her in draft. Card draw is really important in draft. I think one yellow for one card is kind of rough, but if you're drawing two cards off of this, she's good. Three drops. First up, we have Black Noir. He's a 3-3-2 on the seven with stealth. It's a good keyword. He can attack, melee attack, protect the characters, and ambush. When Black Noir attacks an exhausted character, put two plus one plus one counters on him. He's a 5-5 five five with stealth if you get an exhausted ranged back row guy. He's a 5-5 five five into a, an exhausted main. That's a good team. He's a good team attacking. You could do it twice. This is a good card. I would like him to keep the first volley of counters. I don't know what that means for the team. But I don't necessarily want him to be a 5-5 that goes down twice. That makes him like Kung Lao with two health, right? That's not bad, though. That's not bad. If he's like fighting down to get rid of a problematic like hate piece in the back row, that's fine. If he's like a 5-5, I need to trade with this guy because he's tapped or he's in the back row, that's fine. If he lives, though, and he's a 5-5 five five and he becomes a 7-7, seven seven, that's where I want to be at. Give me Black Noir. He has two health. He matters to Homelander. He matters to Donna and Ashley. Give me him. Dr. Jonah Vogelbaum is the other three drop. He's a 1-6-1, one one, and he says, You were my greatest failure. During the main, you pay a blue. Put a minus one, minus one counter on an enemy character, including the main. It loses and cannot gain keyword and superpowers until it had. Oh, wow. Wow. Man. This is like. This is hateful. Because depending on the character, if they can't crash, they're just locked under this. They're just locked until you feel like dealing the wound. Because you could do it to the main. You could do it to the main. He actually has better survivability than more. I would play this. He's hateful, man. I would play this. I would if they crashed, they didn't get to do their thing. So he's like guaranteed at least one turn of that hateful superpower or that really heinous keyword. I'm not gonna have to deal with that. That's so funny. Yeah, I'd play this. I'd play all four of this in photo constructed for sure. This is a hateful card. In draft, you could win the game because it, they, they don't get to do their thing. You get to win the game because of this. You could say that Dr. Jonah Vogelbaum won me the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing this in draft too. Good card. Four cost. First up, we have Madeline Stillwell. She's a 271 on on the seven, and she has We Make Heroes. Super. During the build, you pay a yellow. 
choose a main character on your side to get plus attack, plus defense, equal... Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. She overruns you. She overruns you. Until she leaves you. Okay, so... Oh, man. She's just a lady smiling. She's at the podium. She's smiling. She's like, I, look at my superheroes. I, I help them, right? If you, She doesn't care about the seven either. If your main flies and they get juice stats because of this, you could keep doing it too. Oh, man. <laughs> what a funny card, man. Uh, I'm playing. I would play all four of this. I would play all four of this and eight yellows. If you're playing her, it's really important that your main flies. You don't want her to just die on defense, right? Most male... She has good stats, though, too. Wow. Yeah, give me, give me Madeline, dude. Give me Madeline. This is a good card, man. I want her. I want all four of this and her eight yellows. And I, I actually... I would go out of my way to, like... I would play cards that help her do this more than once a game. Yeah. This is a good card, man. The other four drop is the deep. He's a 6-4-2. He matters to Homelander. He matters to Donna January. And he matters to uh, Ashley Barrett. 6-4-2, seven team. Dolphin rescue attempt during the build you pay a green. Search your deck for a character. Almost put it onto your side. But instead, put it into your cape. I'm assuming that's like flavor from the show, right? A failed rescue attempt. Whatever. Uh, so in box, he can he has synergies with Butcher and Kimiko for two greens. You get a free nine three one with Ferocious and Leap. Outside of this box, you can like, like, cause this isn't deck thinning. This isn't deck thinning. There's a re you have to be on a reason to put the guy in the KO pile. That sounds to me like putting Chitari Leviathan in your KO pile so that you can play Quinjet or uh Chitari Weaponry, right? Or like little tricksy things like that. Um, and there are examples of that. By himself, though, if you don't do that, he's a 6-4-2. Again, he matters to Homelander, he matters to Donna January, he matters to Ashley, but his stats are pretty bad. So you need to be on those cards that I just stated. Or maybe he is just, hey, I got this uh, synergy and I need to see this card in the KO pile. Don't expect him to fight well. Don't expect him to fight well at all. Um, and in draft, I don't even think I would reach for the KO pile synergies that he's promoting. But if you're on them, take one, I guess. But you would need to be on a significant amount of greens for him to matter in draft. Five drops. We're going to talk about Ezekiel first. Ezekiel's a 5-6-2 on the seven team. And he has my loving embrace. During the main you pay red, move any number of other supporting characters to their front row. That's interesting. That's interesting because he can pull your guys to the front. Um, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to do that? I can't see why you would want to do that right now. But he also is a way out of hate on your opponent's side. If you can't get through a really big flyer, that's okay. Just pull every hateful guy to the front and you can fight them. 
My problem isn't his ability. He, he's it's actually a great ability and take him in draft. But in Constructed, he can't fight. He fights down in Constructed. That, those are bad stats. Yeah, he can't fight anybody. So you'd have to team up and like that leaves him subject to other cards, better cards, right? But you could take this in draft. That's a good ability. Doppelganger is the other five cost. He's a 1-1-1, one, 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 seven stamped, and he has lookalike. When Doppelganger appears, choose another supporting character on any side. Doppelganger becomes a copy of that character, but keeps his name. Wow. Is he, is he, so he's like a perfect copy then, right? But he keeps his name. If you get, if you get their health, this is like, this is like, Easily top five five drops in photo. I would go out of my way to play this. He can be a hate piece. He can be an eight cost guy you didn't pack into your deck. He can be a big flyer. He can be a really good card on your opponent's side. He can be a really good card on your side and you want to double up on it. This is a good card, man. Probably my favorite thing we've talked about so far. This is a good card. I expect to play two to three of this moving forward in photo and you definitely don't want people to have this in draft this is a good card in draft man every copy you picked up is like oh i didn't get that i didn't get that really big guy so i'll just copy yours and like w try to win the race that way good card man let's talk about the six drops first up is translucent he's a 712 with invisible so he has stealth doesn't protect characters and can attack protect the character. He's like sneaking by you, right? And he has carbon metamaterial skin. While translucent is attacking a supporting character, he cannot be struck. He's a 712 on six, though. He has bad stats, but he can get through to hateful guys. And. He has two health, so he gets another try. I'm... Six is really competitive in photo. I think I would look else. He's so close, though. I would take him in draft. He Again, this guy matters to Homelander. He matters to the rest of the guys on his team. But in the full breath of photo, you can't play this. If he was a 9-1-2 or a 10-2-2, he could fight up. It's a shame, man. But that late in the game, like, set, like he, he's, like, barely going to make it to mains at that point. So his job is to, like, fight down and get rid of hateful back row guys that you, didn't, you weren't going to get to otherwise. Is that good? I don't know. I would take him in draft, though. He's a 7-1-2 in draft. That's, and that matters on team. The other six cost is A-Train. That's a cool still. He's a 6-6-2. Here comes the A-Train. You can power up A-Train with any seven character. That's good. The train has left the station. When A-Train attacks... At the end of combat, you may remove a plus one, plus one counter from him if you do ready him. Okay, in order for him to be good, he has to be, 
an 8-8, a 9-9, or a 10-10 on raid, right? That puts him right up there with the likes of Scorpion, Sub-Zero, uh, and, and other fighting sixes like that in photo. If you do, but that's three, four cards out of your hand. If you do that and you ignore the X factor on this guy, he's fine. If you're like pumping him into like, I need to fight for the board and he's going to make three, four attacks, he's fine. But every attack outside of the first one is going to be way worse as he's a 9-9, then an 8-8, then a 7-7, right? Is that good? Sure. But you have to be careful because you're pumping cards out of your hand into this in order for this to work. If I look up at the end of the at the end of the brawls from A Train and you have like two or three cards in your hand and your A Train is a 6-6, I think I'm in a good spot. I'm gonna untap. I'm gonna play a six that was arguably better than A Train in the first place and put him down. It's hard to say that you can pump him more than three, four times over the course of two turns anyway. Um, in draft, he's a 6-6, six, six, and he turns your bad cards, Your he turns your ones, twos, and threes that are not applicable to the boards, they, he turns them into real real stats, right? But again, if you're, pump, if you're de-pumping him, in order for him to get multiple, multiple attacks, the quality of the attacks aren't going to be that good on the other side, Right? 8-8, eight, eight, then a 7-7, seven, seven, then a 6-6. Six, six. If there are external ways for him to grow with, like, a positive Yondu or things like that, he'll feel fine. I, For what it's worth, though, I actually like the Translucent better. I actually like the Translucent better, which is crazy. But he's play. they're both playable on 6. They're both playable. And they're grabbable in, in draft. Let's look at one of the 7s. It's Queen Maeve. She's a 7 cost 12-12 with 4 health. I'm going to stop right there. It really doesn't matter what her text is. She fights up in photo and she has good stats. Your opponent has to put reasonable, like, supersized attacks into her to put her down. Tough. When Maeve gets stunned. Yeah, this is a good card, man. Man. This is a high-quality 7-drop in photo. I really did break every bone in my arm. When Maeve recovers, put a minus-1, minus-1 counter on her for each wound she has. So she could be a 12-12, then an 11-11, then a 10-10. Sure. You, if you don't do that, like, if you don't tough her up, like, it, it's very reasonable that their only one good attack could have just went into Maeve, right, without tricks, if you don't do that, then she's an 11. They have to do it again. Then a 10 10. They have to do it again. She's good, man. Take her and draft. This is a chunky, chunky photo seven. And I'm excited to play this. Super, super fair, too. But like, if you if they put like multiple, multiple attackers into this and you're like, tough, you have to do it again. Their turn's over. That's good. Good card, man. The other seven is Starlight. It's funny that she gets another seven drop. She's an eight, seven, two with a gun. Electricity goes in. During the main, you pay a blue for the rest of the game starting on your next turn. Starlight can use. Blast comes out. 
And then Blast comes out, says, during the man you pay a blue, stun a supporting character. Starlight can only use his power if she used electricity goes in on an earlier turn. Man, I wish, I wish that Blast comes out could be used on that turn. But as it stands, she's an 8-7, essentially she's an 8-7-2 blank. That's like, for the rest of the game, I'm going to do something cool. Blast comes out. Pay a boost on a guy. That's good. But the delay on that is what makes her not... I'm not a fan of this. Um, in draft... Like, she, she, her stats aren't that good. If she was a 9-9 or a 9-8 or an 8-9 or something like that, she'd be fine. But she, she actually fights down in photo constructed. And she fights... She's going to fight down in draft. She needed Blast comes out to work on the turn she came down. But every turn after that first one, pay a blue stun a guy is actually super relevant. But, yeah, I, I can't play this in good conscience. She doesn't do anything on turn seven. And to finish it off, we have an eight drop. We have Homelander. Homelander is an eight cost 14-14 with three health, flight and range. I can do whatever the hell I want. During the build, or the main, or any turn combat, you pay a green. Search your deck for a card, and put it... He, he's actually doing what he wants to do. He is actually doing whatever he wants. You can go get any card. Uh, Well, there's good news and there's bad news. Well, there's two pieces of bad news. The bad news is, Homelander, there are a couple different 8-drops that he cannot get through without his ability to, like, go find an out. Um... The other form of bad news is the first green actually has to go to, like, either gaining your main of life or getting rid of a problematic guy. The good news is he has good stats, man. This is a snap taken draft, and you actually can play this. If you're on six to eight greens in constructed, this is a pretty reasonable curve topper. Uh, there will be guys he can't get through, though. There will be other eight drops in photo he just can't beat. And there will be illustrated eights that you just don't want to sit across the table from. But you can have some... There can be some good miles to gain through Homelander. I'm actually a huge fan of this card. I will be playing this, yeah, for sure. This is a good card. Let's talk about some blue cards and, and equipment and we'll be done. First up is the 7. Any turn combat, 7 stamped. If your main character is defending, it gets plus 7 attack. Or plus seven defense. Maybe this is why Homelander doesn't read that that impactful to me because he actually has super super senses or like the the combat's over. They're not gonna win that combat, right? They're not gonna win the combat. Uh, yeah, you're taking all four of this. Realistically, this is like the plot twist highlight of the box. It force it like makes you ask the question of. Why aren't you just on a seven main character, right? I'm a big fan of this. Super duper 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 playable. And you definitely don't want anyone else to have this in draft. This is a get out of jail free card in draft. So take one, two, maybe three, maybe even all four. Collect them all in draft. It's a good card. They'll find you seven stamp during the main. Choose a character to get plus two, plus zero this turn and stealth. Is that more impactful than the boy's counterpart that gave plus one, plus one, and lethal? 
maybe I feel like there's more flight on the evil team though it's easier for them to make it to the guys they want to get to I'm not going to complain about stealth though and the rate on this is actually better than the plus one plus one if you need that guy to go down they'll find you it's a good card I would take this in draft stealth is a stealth is a good keyword stealth is a game winning keyword and constructed I feel like I would just play stealth on a body like black noir or something but if you need your main to like stealth fight a guy this is actually the card that's going to do it right the last stamped plot twist is why settle for ordinary during any combat put plus one plus one counters on a supporting character in the combat equal to this is actually yeah this is way better than the boys counterpart and it scales well to the game the worst it is is a power-up the best it is is might makes right on queen mave plus three plus three on homelander yeah so like and this is what i was saying earlier that like homelander he has to come down pay a green and go get this or go get the seven right that like solidifies the board state for you. You're not beating the Homelander if he has plus three, plus three on defense, right? Um, I'm a fan of this. I like this card a lot. Yeah, I would play this for sure. I would play this. It isn't a four of because like it's not good until it is plus two, plus two. That's you wouldn't like her when she's angry. That's all play. Or might makes right on Queen Maeve. Or plus three, plus three on Homelander. You need it to be those. It, it's bad as a power-up. I would play three of this in Constructed, and I'm taking this in Multi-Elf Guys in Draft, for sure. Compound V. It's an equipment. Cool. For seven. It's a seven-stamped equipment manufactured by Vought. Equip Compound V only to a seven main character. Okay. Steroids for suits. The first time the equipped character... Uses a superpower each turn. It pays one less power. Okay, wait a minute. If this card is like you get something free on attack and something free on defense, it's good. But I feel like most mains didn't have a combat trick as a level one power, right? So, it's good for Starlight. Well, I should say Starlight gains the most out of this. And that's it. This is a starlight card because, like, if your opponent can clear this on defense, it's going to get cleared, right? You don't get to double tap with this. So it's pay to, you get build a better world. Is that good enough constructed? It's good, it's good for everybody, honestly, except for Homelander. The Deep would want to play this. Maeve would want to play this. They all benefit from this, but Starlight gains the most out of it because she has something to do on defense. It's a three of. It's a two, three of in Constructed. You can take it and you definitely take it in Draft if your main is Starlight. But most mains can find a function to use this for. Maeve actually probably needs this. She needs more yellows in game. She's probably paying two to use a yellow to like put minuses out. Yeah, it's a good card. It's a good card. Would you pay two for Build a Better World? Yeah, I think you would. I think you could. It's a good card. We have a generic stamp plot twist. You've done good, lad. During 
Combat, so during attack, choose boys or seven. Choose an attacker to get plus one, plus one. This combat for each face-up, it's loyal soldiers with upside. With downside. The upside is you don't have to, they don't have to all be on the same team. The downside is it isn't plus one, plus one counter. Okay. This card has to be unwavering on attack to be good. What does that mean? That means a boy's character with two guys on the same team or a, a seven character with like two back row utility guys to be unwavering loyalty. Is the setup on that good? If you ever have a three and a four or a two and a three or a two ones or a one and a two and your main is on the same team, it's unwavering, right? Each fit, yeah. Weird. Could you play this if it was Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Not on defense. It doesn't do anything on defense. But on attack, it would be passable. You want it to be unwavering, though. You can take this in draft if you're, like, hate drafting all the guys on the same team. But it needs to be unwavering and constructed. Two, maybe three of if you built your deck towards it. And the last card is the Wild Loak for the seven. Overall, I saw a bunch of cards that are good in draft. I saw cards that I'm interested to play in Constructed. But there's an IP disconnect for me. I don't really care for the show. I don't care for the IP. And that's okay. Remember... I'm only looking for main characters that flip, reasonable mains, interesting things to do, turns four down, and top end. So I feel like I got that out of the box, and I'll, I'll be playing some of these cards. The seven mains with the seven plot twist, that card, for all intents and purposes, is you gain a life. They're not going to beat you in that combat, right? It's good. And then Homeland. Homeland is a highlight, the supporting character. For all the grief that I gave this main... He has seven health and he flips on three most of the time. The Homelander main should be playable. I like him. I, I actually like him. Kimiko was good. Mother's Milk is playable. Huey's fine if he doesn't take three wounds to flip. Frenchie's an interesting build around. And Queen Maeve. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the case for her. I like this box. I like this box. I like this box a lot. It's a good investment, and it's more photo stuff. So photo has, they have a little bit more as far as card pool size, right? Yeah. Overall, I think this box was good. It's good. Good box. That's the boys. There are roughly two weeks from time of recording until Gen Con 2023. I will be taking the drive down there. Uh, we will be driving the 10-hour straight line. And I have two things I want to do before we take care of the best week in gaming. In the meantime, I'm your host, Burson. It's been the New York Minute. Peace.